you know, I mean, maybe we should give some of the stuff to Fragapani and then maybe he'll be able to come back, right? Yeah. You know, so they, seem I mean, to be... a few of them, a few of them could probably use it. Yeah. Problem is, is we don't have enough Argentinians on this team. I swear, we have a, we must have a quota of Argentinian players. <laughs> I on think this so. Team. Like, we can never have more than one, or like, we cannot have more than two. Right? Two and one of them like can't be in the eighteen. Like two of them can't be out there at the same time. Right. One one has to be on vacation mode, and the <laughs> actually have to work. Right. But we can't one have more than two. Argentinian. <laughs> the Minnesota Football Show: Your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are. Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at MN Football Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome, bienvenidos to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. I am joined here with uh, Bridget. Eric should be joining us sometime soon. And of course, I am one of your co-hosts, Rodrigo. You know, I was recently started watching Abby Wambach's like ESPN short oh, series. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I was like, I was like, oh, wait, you know, because everyone, it's, it's a play on, on Peyton Manning's thingy. So, like, I was like, oh, it's interesting, right? And then, like, there's an episode where, like, she wants to talk about keepers, but she decides to bring it all the way back to the beginning of goals. And, like, Ashlyn Harris is on this, and she's like, she looks somewhat downfounded. The whole thing, we're really going to do this? But, like, it's Effie Wambach. You're going to do what everyone wants to do. And so, like, it's really interesting. So, like, I learned some things that I didn't know about. First of all, uh, Walton Payton's son played, uh, was a was a great soccer player all the way to junior year in, his, uh, in high school. And he gave up soccer because he was never getting any scholarships or any attention. And as soon as he picked up a football, he had 58 uh, full rides. So there you go. But he's a great wow. soccer player. He's a, yeah, he loves playing soccer. So that was it was it was great. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Yeah, that show seems pretty entertaining. I, I saw the like some of the trailers, the ads for it, but I haven't sat down and watched any of them. Yeah, I left where we're in the I left to um drop off or Isa drove to drop herself off to see a friend who was leaving for college. So right on the in the middle of the Andres Cantor um episode which is really yeah. cool because like everyone knows him from the univision days right you know yeah goal right the, uh-huh. and then he said that one of his favorite goals that he had to call was when uh landon donovan scored against algeria <laughs> i was like wow that was like a double extra time i think it was right before going mm-hmm. to the days so i was like yeah. wow that's really interesting i would not have thought that that would have been the goal you would prefer right Right of all the goals that he has, of all called, the goals yeah. you called, that's the one you think. Give it to Landy Cakes. Give it to Landon Donovan for, for for making that. But he has his own little studio, like two blocks from his house, probably somewhere nice. in Miami. 
Yeah. Where pretty much like he doesn't have to go to work anymore. He's built his own studio. He just like goes walks across the yard. <laughs> a little. He like walks across like half a block. It's like you going to get your coffee and your newspaper, and then you just go into the you you go into this office area where there's like zillions of TVs, and you get all the soccer you can watch. And you have like 14 different, you know, microphones and then you record. And that's what he does. Awesome. I was like, holy cow. I was like, that's like, that's smart. And then you have to hire that company every time because he's the best cantor. So, right. like, so I'm like, wow. Wow. So that was that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's been it's been so nice to be able to get some nice weather for once. Specifically, because yes. I got super depressed after reading the um, after reading the report on like you know climate change and all the other uh-huh. stuff and how we're we're gonna be stuck for this type of weather that we are seeing now for the next thirty years. Like whatever we do now, yeah. won't won't have effect until thirty years from now. And I'm like, that's great. I'm like, lovely. Just, just lovely. lovely. One de- well, every every summer is gonna get one degree hotter. So there you go. I'm getting the vibe you all haven't actually started yet. <laughs> oh, we did. <laughs> we actually did this start. All right. All right. We're just checking in. We said you were going to come in sometime, and uh, you came in sometime after we came in. So. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Did you make any new wine yet? Yes. I've got uh, cherry going. You... you that's got to be like your side business, seriously. Just start a, a start a delivery service. You get on your bike and you just go to houses around your area and just, <laughs> just deliver wine. You know? Yeah. I need, I need somebody to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need somebody to help with that whole side because that's where I'm not great. I, I can make it, but uh, whoever wants to help do the... Well, you got kids can get on bikes. Finances. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, bike is easy. I'm talking about like keeping it afloat and making it legitimate and everything like that. Oh, who says the bike? Who, no one who, said anything about legitimate, right? <laughs> you're, you're South Americans. <laughs> Come on. You're, 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 the, you're the phone number. You're the contact that's listed as Vino guy. That's the there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You call, um, hey, I need some Vino. I was like, call, okay. Let me call my wine dealer real quick. Yeah. Right, exactly. Vino me cabron. Yeah. Give <laughs> me the vino guy. Come on now. There's no... If if um if Auntie, if 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 any of the um city council folks in Minneapolis have taught you anything, is you don't need a perfect oh, That's that is well said. Wow. <laughs> Just do what you yes. want. Yes, yes. Well, let's kick this thing. Do you guys wanna <clears throat> Yeah, we're going to talk about, um, you know, the game that feels like it's ages ago. The one about the uh, Minnesota United and the Houston Dynamo. And I I remember having this conversation with uh, with Bridget. Like, we were like, well, like, well, you know, we should have we should win this game. Right. Like, like this is one of the games that you need to win. Right. And and when we did, but it it wasn't. I remember. And yeah, I remember in the first 10 minutes thinking, wow. We're gonna. When people hear that podcast, we're gonna sound really dumb. Yeah. But, but um. But yeah, luckily after that, things got better. Yeah, yeah. I I was. Uh, well, I guess the first thing that I kind of noticed. I'm just gonna burn through my notes. We don't spend too much time. Boy, they came hard on on both Hunu and uh, and Ray. 
they were just constantly getting chopped down, constantly on the ground, really tough fouls mm-hmm. and no cards, no nothing. And I was like, okay, it's going to be another one of these. They're just going to like destroy our, our attackers, uh, which of course we've seen before. Um, 11th minute, Chase uh, Chase Gasper. We, I don't know if you guys mentioned it or not, but back in the lineup, and he had a really nice cleanup yeah. that that led to uh, speeding down the other side and Hunu hitting the post, which I thought was kind of dope. Um, I think Hunu had like maybe three or four or five shots. Someone can bring up the stats. That, I think he had like a, yeah. at least good a couple of shots, but overall I thought um, – as soon as I saw their attacking formation, or as soon as I saw who was attacking, like, I was like, no wonder Houston sucks. I was like, they have no way <laughs> to score. Like, without Darwin out there, like, I can't make mean memo. I mean, um, uh, Rodriguez is decent. He's good. And so is Picot. But, like, um, but, they can't carry it themselves. Yeah, but they can't carry it themselves. It's like nobody, yeah. like, right? right? I mean, if anyone needed some, if anyone needed, you know, a Barrios, it would be this team. And, yep. you know, and I think that's one of those things. It's just like, it's just, they weren't attacking. They weren't pressing us. They were just letting us do what we wanted to do. That's a good segue. Speaking of the press, the loons were pressing. And when they high press and commit to it, boy, it's fun to watch. And and they were doing it at this point, which kind of led to the 14th minute. And Mr. Robin Lewis is still on fire. I, I will pass it off. Whoever wants to take it. I'll, Coach uh, Sanchez Chavaria, this this is your your thing here. So why don't <laughs> why don't you talk about it? You always scream about following the shot. So take it. Well, I think it's now two games, and where like, uh, and me and 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 Bruce were having a conversation on Twitter, as into creating opportunities, and this is the second time that um, our captain Will Trapp has created an opportunity that led to a goal. The first yep. one was the previous game where he intercepted a pass and then dribbled it up and passed it to Lude and Lude just squared it up and and forward. And this one was it was a it was a clear, and he saw it and he timed it and just blasted at it. Yep. And this is why we we always say follow the shots, right? Because there's mm-hmm. something might not follow. And it's funny if you watch the replay, you see Lude go back out, and as soon as he sees it. Trap is gonna take it. He just goes right back in. He's like, "Oh yeah, the ball!" And, and then right there, the ball just falls right into it. And he just taps it in. Yep. Okay. One time, lefty, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, lefty low. Follow shots. That puts loot at how many now? Top top goal scorer. I know that. I'm not sure the number. Seven. Seven. I think that was seven. Pretty. And cool. everyone else has two. Mm, that's right. Literally, yeah, it's all spread out. Literally, everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Even Tyler uh, Miller has two. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah Tyler Miller scored twice on himself. Which I, uh, he almost did in this game. He did, yeah. He almost scored uh, at the back of his head. God, that was so close. No, I, I was thinking it was it was funny because leading up to that, people were talking about um being surprised that Lud wasn't in the all-star game. Mm. <clears throat> but if your coach looking at him, like, where would you play him? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you're not going to pull a guy for an all-star game who's a midfielder, but essentially plays striker and right. sometimes plays more like defensive winger. Like, what are, what are you going to do with the guy? So utility players aren't going to get that, um, 
they're not really going to get that shout for All Star, yep. and it doesn't. It doesn't mean that they're not worthy of it. It means that that's just not how the rosters work. Correct. Yeah, no, I agree. Well that's a that's a that's a good snub from our team. I also think Dotson could have made a good argument for what he's doing. Yeah. He does everything. Yeah. You ask maybe him next year if he, if he keeps if he keeps this momentum. I, I bet we'll see him in one in the next few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the goal, again they go back to uh, Houston. Goes back to hacking everybody, and we were just laughing. I, it's fun for me in, in the Wonder Wall because I'm always with different people every time, and most of the times I don't. I'm not with a crew, so I'm not sure who's. I don't even know who's around me, but we we were all laughing hysterically because there were two yellows in one minute. <laughs> The twenty first, what one for hacking Ray? I can't remember where the second one came from, but we're just like, all right, at least they're finally coming. But then it was like, boom, boom, two cars. We're like, ah. Yeah, and the, I think the second one was hacking on uh, Uno. I can't remember who okay. who did it, but yeah, it was. They were both getting that treatment yep. the entire yep. game, and it was Let, good to talk. see them finally oh, card that. Yeah, because that doesn't doesn't typically happen. That usually goes on until like the 80, right. 85th minute, and then they start pulling out the cards. So and, and the to see that early, it was nice. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was unexpected. Let's let's. I wanted to briefly at least give a minute or two to Dubasi here. Um, he has two great clearances here between the twentieth something minute. Ever since this guy has been back, I feel like everything has been so much tighter in the back. He he brings a calm and an awareness to the defensive line that was sorely missing, obviously in the first four matches. And even when he was out, um, I mean, what can you say, especially now that Boxel is, is kind of been out for a while now, maybe he comes back today, who knows, but man, this, his presence is, is known when it's there, it's felt the difference. And then when he's gone, especially, I feel like it gets panicky. He's, he's great. He's great. Anybody else want to sing Debasti's praises? <laughs> I mean, I, I think he's good. Um, I, I, he's not great one-on-one um, as I like him to be. And some of the examples is against Vela and other players where he's gone one-on-one, he's gotten beat. Um, Dude, come on. That's Vela, though. That's unfair. I don't <laughs> that's, care. That's anybody. But, I mean, yeah, it, it shouldn't matter. All right. I think I think overall, like I think you know, he's great in the where he is. Like, you know, you guys remember when we tried that experiment on the left and we put him on the left back, yeah. and then all he would do was yell at Molina because he couldn't yeah. it wouldn't pass the ball. Didn't he got so long. frustrated. Oh, that was so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he balances out Roman really well, though. Yeah. Right, it frees yeah. up Roman to to make those runs, and mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's the same on on the left side with Gasper and Boxy. Uh, and and a bit with Coleman, um, not as much with Coleman as with Boxy, but uh, having your center backs be able to anchor, like truly anchor and own it, and still like you can still trust them to run forward and to get back. And Debasi right. knows when to when to cut and run and get back to the box. Right. I think Debasi's strength is understanding when to go up, when not, and when to try to intercept the pass he's, and whatnot. Yeah. So he's, I think he's that's the first one to sense that change. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the instinct part that, that's really valuable. Um, I think Coleman, this first 30 minutes of this game, wasn't strong. There were moments in where like um, they were attacking us a few times, and he let passes go through without challenging them. And I think specifically in the 18, it's like that's 
that's lazy in a sense. Like, it's like, yeah, we we're better than this team type of thing. It's like, yeah, they can still shoot on you and score. And and there was another moment where um, uh, Metonier was making a run back, and instead of him going wide to press the person that has the ball on the wing, and then Metonier making a making a switch and running on the inside, he just stayed his position and let the cross come in and almost created a dangerous opportunity. So like, you know, I, I think there's moments where like people have good times and bad times and the same class with Reynoso, there are times where he made horrible passes yeah. and there are times where he, 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 he does that. It looks like sometimes he just starts walking and like, we'll take a, a playoff yeah. or two, which is, I mean, I, I, I don't know if that's something that, but it, you know, you could totally feel within the first half hour that, you know, we should be beating this team. Like, Houston wasn't 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 trying to to challenge us in a sense of physicality or or pressing us or anything. You know, every time we had the ball, we had we had enough time to be able to do something. To that point, I put in here uh, the Houston keeper. I can't remember his name. Um, very nervous. I just put. It seemed like every time a shot or even a, a attack was coming at him, that he was very shaky. And oh, there's the timer. We got to speed through. Uh, that he, uh, he they should they should have put the pedal to the metal because it seemed like he was he was nervous. Um, good movement, good switching. This is the one you were referring to, Rodrigo, thirty first, where the shot on Miller and it basically bonks off of him, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean it was the, a hits the post and then it goes the right into his head. Yes, that's back it. of his head it goes out, Amazing. and I was like, and, yeah. Thankfully, he was kind of angled, so it it right. brushed the post. That was right in front of us too. That was, it was yeah. pretty nerve wracking. It was pretty nerve wracking. Um, so one nil at halftime. Let's go through the second half here. Um, I got Ray smoking fools. He he just megs some defender like right in front of me too. It it was just sweet to see. Just putting on the moves. Um, let's see who knew? Oh yeah, Metner to who knew? Man, I, I can't wait to see that connection finally get solidified. I think it's going to be lethal once once they have a a little bit better understanding of what the other one's going to do because they're so close to connecting and and getting some goals off of it. But this one comes short. Um, Lud comes short again. Um, The free kick again, Reynoso and Hunu um, just, just goes over, gets the header just over Um, big Miller save in the 65th sliding. Uh, that was a little bit scary because it was very much like the slide tackle save and no, no hands anywhere. If there was, if, you know, if somebody would have followed the shot, Rodrigo would have been bad news. <laughs> um, let's see. Hansen comes in. Lude kind of moves, switches, right? If I'm not mistaken. I think Lude that's, was nine, yeah, right? That's, he, yeah, they did like the little rotation. The revolving door of the front four, yeah. Oh, Finley put on a show too. He had the Meg right in front of us as well. That that was awesome. It's uh, nice everybody loves Finley. Finley. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's nice having having him do, watching him what he can do, like one v one, and then that's exactly what we need for my for somebody who's trying to dribble into the box and just try to create mm-hmm. chaos in that sense. And it's and it's glad when he's out there because, like I I I like Nico Hansen. And I want to say that I like him. He and in like people say he's like one of the fastest players in the MLS, which I think that's great. And he likes to move forward, but he just in the attacking third, he just won't finish. Like he has like I don't know if he's cursed or you know he he's got to use his rib. I don't know what it is. 
or he needs to make an offering. I don't know what it is, but he just cannot score whatsoever. So. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys. We've talked about this before, where it's like as soon as he gets to the painted line the night of the 18, it's like he forgets what he's doing. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's fair. I I, I still really like him, and I'm hoping that that changes, but yeah. I, I can't disagree with that. Yeah. Um, Let's go to the goal. So we get another one. Uh, Reynoso goes for a corner. When you are there in person, um, Bridget, I hope you're able to come at some point in time, but my goodness. I hope so. Yeah. Every time Reynoso is either on a free kick or a corner kick, there is like electricity all around in the air. It's, it's so awesome. Yeah. You, you just know that there's, there's a possibility, which it's, it's just a different feeling over the past four years. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, That's, I mean, it's what's going to happen. You can you can like see that on the broadcast now, and they've yeah. done a better job of like panning out and showing the full stadium since it went back to full capacity. And mm-hmm. you can you can see that change. Like everyone is focused, everyone's paying attention to what's happening yep. as exactly. soon as he walks to that corner. Exactly, it's it's something fun. It really really is. Um, so he he does his thing, lovely corner, and Brent Holman out jumps, gets the header, two nil. There you go. Yeah, I think in 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 Latin America we called it peinó la pelota. So he kind of like combed it, comb 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 the header because he made it go back. He could have top of it, and so like no, it's it's a perfect header. That's it's a, it's a great goal by Coleman. Like, yeah, you can't you can't be mad at that. And he was left open, so there you go. I mean, we can still be mad at Coleman, but the goal was good. Well, not for the goal. Yeah, just to clarify. Yeah. For for ninety minutes, we can appreciate. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, think, um, I think it's too. Is just it's just we had ten corners, like yeah. that's a lot of freaking corners, and we that's only were lot. able to score one. And it was what like five of them were like like back to back, like back to back towards the end. There were a lot. <laughs> I was like, all the people were like, "What do we do? My arm is tired. I'm waiting." I was, I was trying to live tweet the thing, and I'll like I'll have it prepped. And then, like, just be able to drop in, like, the outcome of the corner. And after, like, the third one, because they were, like, preparing for the fourth one by the time it was halfway through the text for the first one. Yep. And I finally just threw my phone down. I was like, okay, let's, just watch <laughs> Give this. Up. let's go. Let's just... <laughs> yeah, I think there was one <laughs> We'll point summarize like... it later when there's a lull in the <laughs> Right, right. Just... I don't think people even put their scarves back on. It's like, yeah, we're just going yeah, to keep, keep them out here. Yep. <laughs> So there's your final two nil. Um, good stuff. Like like you alluded to, we were hoping it would it would be a win. I feel like the score could have been higher. I, I wish. Oh, it should have been way it higher. Should it should have been, been higher, higher right? Yeah. And and especially yeah. in that early moment after that very first goal. I mean, their keeper looked so hesitant, I, and so shaky. It's just like he, go he after. He did, him. but when 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 he needed to show up to make big time saves, he did. I mean, Merrick um, and that Reynoso free kick. If he didn't touch that, if he doesn't touch that ball, it goes in. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think there are opportunities and we're like, we should have been up more, but we also, you know, I'm, I'm liking that we're beginning to shoot from the outside more. Like, definitely. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. trap, just keep shooting. I don't care. Like, and the, yes. and um, the passing, the passing and the footwork was 10 times yes. better in this than I've got that in here. Tiki Taka all yeah. over. Yeah. Tiki Taka yep. that works. We don't like the, yes. the Tiki Taka that fails. Yeah. <laughs> not the, not the passing for the sake of passing to get out of the third. It was like actual using. <laughs> that ends up the with third. their midfielder like right, taking yeah. off on a counter. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> yep. 
That's the Takis. The but, hot I passed, and Takis but you wanted me to pass the ball, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think I, I think it's a thing. Points. It's it's when we play a team that lets us play our game and doesn't press us. That's what we do. <laughs> but like, yeah. and like, it's the same thing when like G and anyone plays. Like, oh, you know, anyone who plays possession knows like when they give you the space. Oh, like, oh, this is gonna be fun. We're just gonna do all these cool things and then we're gonna score and win. But when a team doesn't press you, it's like that's the thing. It's like, and it's and, and Houston is a nice welcome. From like the tough road, the last t- tough last five games that we've had, yeah. So so it's good, you know, get yeah. a good good home win. I, I was it, happy because um, G and Issa were me, and G's uh, friend was there, and she's never been at a, at a at a home win, mm-hmm. and so we had to be nice. like, yeah. So she got to witness Wonder World, which is cool. So mm-hmm. that's awesome, definitely. And of course, the, the my favorite tradition besides singing Wonder World, just watching the Alonso's go out there and, and <laughs> the girls. kick the goals in, yeah. Those cute. kids are awesome. Pretty cute. Uh, big three points actually shoots Minnesota up to fifth for the time being. Um, let's talk a little bit about the rest, go through the rest of the slate here. Um, and if there's any big surprises you all really want to highlight. Um, Columbus has been in a bit of a – in the dumps, I suppose. Uh, Atlanta beats them three to two. I can't remember where they are on the table, but they have dropped considerably. Um. Toronto NYCFC two tie two two, Dallas kind of slowly maybe getting it together. They get a win two nil. Uh, Sporting in Colorado tie. That's actually pretty helpful for Minnesota United, um, keeping them at bay. And then Portland, it plays Salt Lake, and it's the defense uh, defense not mandatory three two. Lots of goals, but Portland pulls that one off. Yeah. Um, anything there to highlight really quickly? Um, oh, Columbus is in seventh place. Right yeah. Now. And everybody and was hyping them funny, up to just carry the whole thing. DC is in sixth place. Mm-hmm. On the so, rise. And so the number eight team right now in the Eastern Conference is Montreal. So, and then Atlanta is at number 10. So. Wow. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we, I didn't mention Cincinnati and Orlando. I, the game, I think, wasn't that entertaining, but we got to talk about the, the mom and the child invader. <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps more importantly, the slide tackle to, to, to get the kid. I would have I loved more if the kid was, like, in diapers running. That would have been best. Or, like, or like he's running yeah. in his diaper and he has a full diaper and it falls off. I would have been doing more. <laughs> that would have been more impressive. But recently there was a video that was released by some um, – Twitter handle of like where you get to see uh, the point of view, the camera view from someone who's sitting behind them as the lady goes. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I and that was that. even and much the, better. Yeah. And the security guard standing right there is like holding his holding his radio, but he's just laughing hysterically and watching her like run off the pitch. With the game. Oh, that's funny. It's like, <laughs> it's like whatever. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I find it, I'll retweet it for the, that for is the, very funny. For the website. But it, yeah, because this is yeah, this was, was my awesome. favorite picture. I was like, oh, that was pretty awesome. I was like, yeah. I, I really enjoyed all the takes from you all as well. But you know, everybody's just like, oh, direct red on mom, bro. Yeah, like that made like national news wrap up. Like, here's the little kid running out. Like, they never talk about MLS, and and then you get like the CBS morning show being like, yeah. take a look at this video of the kids. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't matter there was FC Cincinnati or anybody else. Yeah, they didn't I mean they didn't even they didn't even say like which game it was. Here's a here's a pro soccer game. Here's a pro soccer game in the United States in which a child runs onto the field. But it was like, hey, people somebody's watching. 
we nice. we talked about this on the 55 one and mark actually has tickets um coming up and he's bringing the whole family so his hit and, and and his seats are literally like two rows from like the rail oh make it happen <laughs> so he's like i'm really afraid i'm terrified of the fact that i'll take my eyes off lavin or someone will me now for like two seconds and next thing i know there'll be a little kid can we can we bribe the kids sure <laughs> Wilhelmina just, um, you know, Wilhelmina likes hamburgers apparently, so there she wants go. to know if that if she, if she plants one of those hamburger seeds, um, would a hamburger tree grow? So I hope out. he's practicing his scissor kick tackle on his children. <laughs> I just want to see Fangmire run at full speed. <laughs> oh man! I want to see what that looks like. Um, briefly, we should mention um, Atlanta made a move on a coach. It's Gonzalo Pineda, which is a name I think we're all familiar with. Uh, former legendary player at Seattle and before that uh, Chivas in the Liga MX. Uh, been on the Seattle staff for a while as an assistant coach and uh, here he gets his big uh, big moment to be the head coach. Pretty good move. I mean, I, I like this just from the fact that instead of getting a, a Colmey Bowl coach like they have been doing or somebody with European experience, they're kind of like, you know, maybe we should get somebody that actually knows the MLS. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, maybe. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, Seattle, you know, they, they think should be doing okay every year. Maybe we yeah, should get one of their supporting casts. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's a good I hope, I hope Gonzalo's first first move is to hire a Peruvian striker. And there you go. <laughs> take, the, take the Seattle uh, motto doing that. I like that you got that one in there. Very nice. Um, Bridget, maybe I'll throw it to you on this one. We had, we had the it – was, it was kind of um, – what's the word? The preview was was put out there. The seeds were put out there that there was going to be an announcement for the new CEO. And we heard that uh, Sherry Ballard will be taking over. You want to tell us a little bit about her? Yeah. Um, so she is most recently uh, was an executive with Best Buy. Uh, she was with them for 25 years. Well known and liked um, within the business world and by employees of any of the companies that she's been a part of. Um, we actually, I mean, we know a few people even within Dark Clouds who are associated with Best Buy and, and were supportive of that choice. Um, she does not have a sports background. Uh, so that'll be a little bit different, but she's excited. She's, I know that there've been photos of and quote sheets of her mentioning that she really likes Ted Lasso and is, like really excited to work in soccer. So. That is a very good place to start. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Win That's everybody right. over. People are like, all right, we like you already. Perfect. Um, but I, I mean, I've seen nothing but positive feedback and she's been very open with everyone so far. And um, if you haven't listened to like the Sound of the Loons pod with her yet, uh, Steve McPherson sat down with her. Um, Kendra sat down with her. Um, but it, I think it's going to be like a balanced choice and they're, they're making a diverse choice and actually yes. putting that, putting that pledge into action. Uh, so she's the first woman to be a CEO within MLS. Yeah. That was um, big news. Like yeah, even, even huge. Mia Hamm was like, yeah, yeah. You know, the, and the like, fact wow. that they stayed, is watching. Yeah. That they stayed local as well. I kind of appreciated that. Right. Yeah. I'm, yep. I'm sure they were looking all over the place, but then they're like, you know, probably yeah. from the community. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's 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 a good start. Um, 
and I, I also think so too that during the Q and A session, there was somebody who asked, um, I forget who asked, is like there are people who will never be able to afford to make it into the stadium. What are you doing uh-huh. to outreach to them? Mm-hmm. I think that was a good question to ask, Very and good. I. And we we got the typical response, you know, right? But but I think that's one of the things that needs to be driven more home is that is that we are going to, you know, be expecting certain things now that we're out of this Chris Wright and um, Chris Wright and you know getting the stadium done. Yeah, actually, um, like supporting the community that you're in and not just inserting yourself in the community, which has been kind of the status quo. Um, and using their existence to support the community, which obviously is not enough. Um, and at the same time, I mean, we're, we're seeing the articles about uh, all the disagreements over, you know, who's going to tear down the mall and, and develop that. And you, have, you have signs of, of every, uh, every example of the negative things that are happening and right there around the stadium for her. For her to see for them to, to reflect on um, and I think with her local knowledge and her connections I think she'll have some some different ideas uh, on how to really look at how they integrate with the community and coming from the outside is going to make a huge difference too I mean anytime that you know someone is if you if you have the same staff for like five years, complacency is obviously going to be a thing. Um, bringing someone in with fresh eyes to actually look at how these things are being done, I think is going to make a huge difference. And for her to be those eyes, uh, I mean, she's dealt with different but like similar things with Best Buy and and other companies. So yeah, I hope the um, she's going to be busy. Know, that's for sure. Yeah, no, for definitely. sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I'm hoping in, in in some of her when her when they decide to release what their you know three year vision, four year vision, whatever it is, is going to be. I hope in it it's it's um, developmental staff members uh, and hiring BIPOC members into positions that have possibility of growth right within yes. the within the organization because that's I think one of the things that we. We know we notice clearly is, is lacking, and I think that's you know, and as, as well as this connection to like you know, St. Paul in a sense, right? Like, like I, you know, you got you know, you got Rondo, you got Frogtown, you got Midway, you got North End. Those are areas that are not too far from where yeah. you are. So, and, and the first and thing you're doing all of your business in Golden Valley and Blaine. Right. Exactly right. That's this is thing. emoji. Yep. <laughs> and that's the thing too, because like for me, it's like it's like you could be doing so much in these, you know, in these communities that need that kind of opportunity, right? It's and it's not difficult to do no, it's to not. do a lot. Hey, hey, Sherry, hey, hey, I know you're listening to the podcast. Give me a call. Send me a tweet. You can hire me. We can do this whole thing. Come on the podcast. We'd Come on the podcast. On. Let's just do everything. Just, you know, we'll ask you questions. We we'll make sure that they're not, you know. Plus, plus, she's on Twitter and she likes biking. So that, there's a plus for you, Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably putting in a good, oof, I don't know, 15, 20 miles today. Um, 
let's go to League's Cup. I still don't understand this thing, but I think eventually it has the potential to be something pretty cool. Um, I'm going to start with a question from last week that I got too late. So this is from Justin, and then this will be our little transition into it. He asks, do you wish Minnesota United were in this year's League's Cup versus League MX competition as they were slated to be pre-COVID, or do you think the team has enough on its plate um, and it would be a, and it would have been a distraction? I'll put it to you too. I think we've got plenty to do with injuries and the pack schedule. And um, I, I think it's okay just being able to focus on the season and finding an identity rather than competing in extra tournaments. I, I agree, but I also think it would have been probably our only chance to, um, you know, see um, a Patrick Weah, in a, in a DJ Taylor and, <laughs> right, you yeah. know, and a Justin McMaster and call back, you know, Kevin Gucci and all the young players to be able to, I mean, I'm not saying do exactly yeah, what Kansas too. city did, but close enough, right. Just to be able to, to get some of that. That's, that's a perfect transition. So first game, um, they play the sporting KC plays the kids and the kids get steamrolled. <laughs> They, they, they actually held it up for, like, I watched some highlights for, like, the first 15 minutes or so. I think it was 1-0. And then, and then Leon was just like, all right, enough of this. <laughs> and just <laughs> pedal to the metal. <laughs> and it was like, you know, that, you know that meme that has Oprah where it says, you get a car and you get a car. It's like, <laughs> you get a goal and you yeah. get a goal. And just like, holy cow, six? I was like, wow. Yep. All right. Six to yeah. one is the final by KC. Um, oh, wait a minute. No, this is first leg, right? So they, they get another shot. Um, Seattle, uh, does, does the deed though. They win three nil against Tigres, which is good to see against a very, very do good you, team. Do you know who the Tigres coach is? Mm, there you go. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> I should, but I can't remember. <laughs> Piojo. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> he just never goes away. And there's, a. Uh, there's a small video where like Piojo's leaving the stadium and he gets into a verbal argument with a Seattle Sounders fan with the like exchanging middle fingers. So of course he does. So uh, awesome. you gotta post that up. That that that's uh I just Twitter found out about right it. I was there. trying to look at it and I was yeah. like, Oh wow. I was like, that, that explains that. Yeah. Well they'll be playing in Mexico the, for the next round, so there's gotta be some insanity that'll be going down in that one. Um or is is this is it double leg or not? Now I can't remember. I don't no, know. it's not. That's no, it. They're out. They're out. Yoo-hoo. They're no out. more They're Piojo. Out. Yeah, no more Piojo. And so KC is out. Because um, NYC and Pumas, they tie. Pumas wins 3-2 to on PK. So NYC goes home. NYCFC, that is. And then finally, we, we had Orlando and Santos. And Santos wins that one 1-0. Uh, really, all I have to do is just follow my damn notes. I've got it all right here. <laughs> hey, don't um, tell everyone the way we do this show. Uh, Come on. That's no fun. Uh, yeah. Brutal. So your semifinal is uh, Pumas, Leon, and then Se- uh, Santos and Seattle. So lone MLS representation in there. Um, let me ask you guys: Do you think Seattle can beat Santos and get into this final, and then yeah, either take it to Seattle, Pumas or Leon? Seattle, Seattle is a team that's not only gone through a formation change, but also has players that can that can do that. I mean, Freddy Montero scored. I mean, he literally just sat in the back corner until someone got him the ball. He's like, <laughs> "Oh, tap it in." I mean, it was, it was, I mean, yeah, I think Seattle is a strong uh, indication of what can be done. I mean, I think, I think uh, Santos is a good challenge, but I mean, I think overall, I mean, 
I don't think the Mexican teams in this uh, are extremely strong and scary. That's what I'm saying. And I think Seattle Remind has a good again, balance. Yeah. What? There, you get a trophy. Is, is there any other um, – what's the word? Is, is there any um, – Like money? Yeah, well, I mean, what this doesn't lead to like another like tournament or placing or anything, does it? What what's the incentive? That's the word. Besides the trophy and like money is is just bragging rights. I think so. Hold on. If you win League Cup, what is it called? League Cup? Uh League's Cup. Cup. League's yeah. Cup, yeah. Yeah. yeah you, I think you, that's guys, it. you guys talk amongst yourself while I figure this out. Okay. Well let's let's do this one because we're in, in, in classic Minnesota Minnesota football show fashion, we all last week we were like, nah, it's just a rumor. It's not going to happen. Machope is going to be sticking around. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Just nailed it. Uh, this week it was revealed that he is, in fact, off to D.C. United. Um, for a really weird deal. Do you want to explain this a little bit, uh, Bridget? Because even for me, I, I have I have, I have no idea. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's I'm glad I'm not alone. So technically, I mean, technically it's not like <laughs> – it's not really a trade because it was a loan waiver, but if you do this at the same time, it's, you know, kind of making a better deal. I don't know. Um, so 75,000 in game uh, for DC to have the first rate of refusal for Jose Aja. Along with thrown in there. They get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like the tag I, yeah, come on, buddy. as many times as I have tried to read all of the GAM and TAM guidelines yeah. and how some of these things work with transfers, it gets more confusing every time I look. I'm so right with you, I, I get nothing. <laughs> Solidarity. Rodrigo, I just like that they, they wait, they wait like 12 hours to post that news. Like, Oh, yes. They've also acquired yeah. thousand in game. This has nothing to do with the other thing at all. Don't no. Nope. Wipe that slate. So nothing weird. to do with each other. I'm just gonna assume Rodrigo's he's, he got nothing. <laughs> we'll just keep moving. I think he's looking at League's Cup stuff. Um let's talk about a little so Minnesota United plays shortly. In fact, I gotta hop on my bike. I just I feel like I just got off my bike. I get back on. Um <laughs> So there, it, it, it's a very busy three-game week here again. So I'm guessing we're going to see some squad rotation. I'm hoping we'll see some squad rotation. These guys aren't just uh, drilled into the ground. But a big one today, uh, regular Fox, national broadcasting. Um, L.A. So we got number three versus number five, a pretty big test. Uh, I, I just put in here a statement win if, if we can pull this thing off. You know, a tie wouldn't be necessarily so bad. But my goodness, I think you got to go for the W um, with this kind of a challenge. Uh, anything to look for here, Bridget? What What are you interested in seeing or hoping for? No, I would agree. Uh, you want to go for the W. It right now with um, the points being so close at the middle of the table, you you want as many as you can get. Um, but I think it's it's a winnable game, like we were talking about last week. Uh, squad rotation would help a lot um, just because these tell that these guys are starting to get tired it has at least been a full seven days since they last played so that'll help a little bit and they've got cooler weather to deal with but um, 
no, I think, I mean, we won't, we won't be seeing Chicharito. Uh, he was kind of the, the chaos maker for us last time around. So no, I, it's, I think it's, it's a decent um, LA galaxy team. I mean, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Becky G, so hopefully she'll be in the stadium somewhere around there. But um, maybe she'll make. I have to dig up. I have to dig up my photo with her. It. I don't know where it is, but you have a. Oh, because you went to the. You went to yes. the Wisconsin Dells. Dells thing. Yeah, those Dells. Yeah. I dude, I you didn't know it. who she was. I will be fully. I did not know who she was. Uh, <laughs> this is like pretty young lady that apparently sings, and I guess I'm going to interview her and take a photo with her. Cool. Done. <laughs> And now she's like part owner of the uh, of the Angels, right? Of, of the uh, the new LAFC women's team. So yeah, yeah. It's also and just plus, being fucking old. I mean, that's really the thing. As just I'm an, I'm an old guy. Yeah. You are an old guy. That's true. <laughs> so yeah. So do you think we can pull this thing off, Rodrigo? I think it's doable. I think. Um, I think my the interesting thing is you know um, they have some young players that are that are showing up, and I think. Um, it's, it should be an even match, honestly. Chicharito has been, um, has been having a pretty good second round, uh, sec, second round of the MLS, and and um, but overall, I mean, you want to be able to secure some points. Like a tie helps us, a win even better. Um, but um, right now, what we want to do is just you know, don't use, don't lose the momentum. Well, the quick turnaround then from Saturday to Tuesday, this is where, my goodness, please put in some other some fresh legs. Uh, they go to San Jose. Uh, San Jose also on the rise. I, I Minnesota's like, what, 13 matches, no losses, and I think San Jose is like eight, something like that. Oh, so man. they're kind of doing something with a lot of ties, a lot of ties. <laughs> well, they played yeah. yesterday, right? And I watched, but um, I watched um, uh, my, my, my iPhone autocorrects Caldwell to Cobbett. Cowboy, cowbell i don't know why it does that so every time i try to tape in to That's the name try to go ahead and be like you know it's Cade cowbell and i was like hey i like the sound of that i'll just call it Cade cowbell but anyways him and embobacy oh my gosh give those guys i don't know six more games and then next season it's over i was like the one of the things that i really love about embobacy and like christian ramirez and like raul ruidias is that they are they are able to create their own shots, like their own opportunities, right? Um, you know, and and Raul Diaz has proved that. But Ibobisi, I mean, takes a touch and then shoots the ball and barely misses, you know, or like the goalie diving save to just tap it out. I mean, it's you know, like that's what it's gonna take us. Like I don't see Unu maybe seeing that, but none of other forwards besides. Um, Darwin Quintero and Christian Ramirez in this era that I remember being us in the MLS has, has been able to do something like that in a sense. And I think that's, that's what you need. I mean, if, if OBC is 1.6, 1, 1.6, $1 million for an MLS striker, I'd, I'd be down to be able to pay that to be able to get us someone who's a, who's a decent, good, good, good striker. that will able to do So that would you say, that. obviously it's going to be a challenge tonight or this afternoon rather, um, just as much as, if not more so, away in San Jose. I think um, San Jose played to played to a tie yesterday, and they were playing uh, uh, Vancouver. So, um, you know, we tied Vancouver, so I think we were more than willing to to do that. Plus, we have um, plus we have um, 
you know, we have a decent record against them, so we have something going for ourselves. But also yesterday, uh, Matias Almeida was wearing like this, um, this outfit, like he's wearing a shirt, and then he's wearing a cardigan tied over his, around his neck. So it made him look like he was from a telenovela, like one of the rich guys from a telenovela. And I was like, love it. All he Love needs it. is the sunglasses, Love right? It. The aviator sunglasses, and he's set to start in the next role as, as either the hero or the villain in some sort of telenovela. But I mean, I was really impressed. Like they played Marco Lopez, who's another uh, young Peruvian player who's been with San Jose for a long time, just doesn't get a lot of playing time. And you can see that there's um, there are moments where they're trying to figure it out, and they're playing, but they're playing and they're pushing, right? And and like. And I think that's one of the things that, that makes this team interesting to me is like if, if the same people like even Wondolowski, like he's when he's out there with all these young players, he's just like the person that connects the passes. Right. He's, he's trying to be able to do that instead of trying to be the scoring person, because, yeah, no, that that would be a really fun game to watch, I think. And, and okay. I could see us losing that by like, you know, two one and a quick counter because, you know, how a he can be. Or we can see us dominating uh, and just um, making it like a three-one kind of game. So it all really depends on how do we show up in San Jose. It, it could go. I, I almost see it too. It could be like a defense optional thing where it's just like everybody, like a track meet. Everybody just running back and forth, back and forth. Goals, goals, goals. Um, yeah. So that's on Tuesday. By the way, it's a very late match for listeners right now. I think I believe it's nine thirty Central Time. So uh, I probably will be relying on you, Rodrigo and Bridget, to <laughs> watch and take a few notes because I'm sure I'll be sleepy, sleepy by by the second half. Um, but then a week from today, the third one, uh, we got leaders in in the in the Western Conference SKC at home. Another big one, another big challenge. So maybe the question is this: Who would you rest for San Jose, and then maybe save for SKC? I, I I think I'd rest. Um, I I probably rest at midfield in a sense. Like if you can spare a Will Trap, then I would spare a Will Trap. You know, with a Jacory Hayes maybe. Um, limit maybe Dotson's minutes. I think Lude and Reynoso. You can always start Finley. You can put Agudelo up top. I mean, Agudelo is a holding. I mean, you can, you know, but still keep playing new. I think you're going to have to make lots of substitutions in a San Jose game to see how it's going, right? And I think. Are, are you saying, are you saying two strikers up top, Agudelo and Junu together? No, I'm, I'm just saying like rotation wise. Like you can put, ah, okay. you, we have the option for rotation to be able to do something like that, right? And I think yeah. you should, you should. Agudelo could start and then flip them. I, I would. Um, you know, call back some of our young defenders, maybe one, just in case something does happen within these uh, this, this, this road trip. So, mm-hmm. and, and then see how that turns out for us. But I think overall, it's going to, you know, it's it. it these are these are these are beatable teams. Like, yeah. we should be able to. I mean, if we can get compete. seven points out of this stretch, that'd be great. If we can get nine, I mean, phenomenal. But you know, even six, not so bad. I mean, I think even um, even you know minimum you know minimal you want to get is three points. But like, if you get three points, you get one win, or you get two ties. I mean, yeah, as long honestly, as you're accumulating, even, right? I was gonna say even four wouldn't be terrible. But like, if you lose two, that's that's probably gonna affect the standings, obviously. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing too, is like we have, um, we are, you know, for once our, our depth is something that is, is something we, we do have. It's just the opportunities to plug them in and play them. Right. And that's the thing. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get to see the young guys, you know, but, um, yeah, but who knows, you know, I would do that. Who, so who knows who knew, who knows who knew. <laughs> yeah. And this can see he's doing great. And I, but, um, and, and Bougie is still here. So I'll be, I'll be excited to, to watch what, 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 um, you know, I might just scream every time he touches the ball, just scream Venezia just to see what he, <laughs> try to distract him. I might, you know, I know, honestly, I might create a sign saying, Hey, 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 uh, Gianluca, hey, Busio, can I, can I, can I have Reggie Cannon's uh, new, new, new FC Dallas uh, address? It's like, I can make a big old sign to be like, hey. Nice. So, All right, well, let's take a break and we'll do some internationalize. Hi, this is Lisa Watch, and no, you must be to me because I am definitely not blessing your ears in this podcast. Anyways, back to the Minnesota football show. And welcome back to the Minnesota football show where we'll be talking the international news. Get out your tissues because it's messy time. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. <laughs> That was pretty good. Yeah, was, did, did you? I, I've never like. like did you I all see the presser? Or I, 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 I I saw short myself. clips from it. Yes. but I haven't watched it, the whole thing. I, I think that's the way to do it, though, Bridget, because it's like it's a tearjerker. I like literally cried like the moment where he's like, "There's a two minute applause, right?" And I'm like, "Oh dear lord!" I was like, "That must feel like 16 million hours out there to be hearing that applause, and you get." do anything you're like oh it was man. it was hard to watch it was very hard to watch and i and i, I kind of held it together until he does his little his shout out for um donny alvis who apparently like they're bros like they have this really good relationship they're still in contact and he's just like i just i just want to mention donny and congratulate him on getting the gold you know i love you brother da, 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 da. and, and, and he, he kind of gets choked <laughs> up while he's saying it i'm just like oh my heart <laughs> Then his kids and all the other stuff is like, oh man! Like he 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 promised his kids that he'd come back and retire as a Barcelona player. So it was like it was one of those things. And like, and poor Mateo needs a new shirt now. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, yeah, it was hard to watch. We we didn't really talk about it last week, but maybe we can just briefly mention just the financial mess that. Messy, the financial messy that that La Liga, not just La Liga, but it's it's all these other teams we've it's talked everybody, about before. Yeah. It's everybody, exactly. And I mean, I, I think it's almost too easy to blame Messi. You know, he's certainly a part of it, but this started way before him. This is just kind of the the escalation. Would would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. He's like a a small mild symptom of a much larger problem yeah. and it's only going to be the beginning they, i mean it might might not be a name like messy uh who ends up leaving a club next but um it's, it's 
he's not going to be the first. Or not going to be the last, I should say. Yeah. I, I think the... I think everyone's known for at least the past 10 years that La Liga really, the reason La Liga is such, such a poor place is because of the money gouging that's been going on for for decades, right? And yes, as much as Messi, in a sense, is to blame as to what his salary is, it's also what teams are willing to pay for that. They're willing to pay that's for right. that. That's mm-hmm. right. I mean, that that's the segue because now he's going to PSG because PSG right. can do that. Nothing changes. It's just a different team. Yep. And so then, you know, you look at it, and I think it was it was very good for Messi to bring up the fact that he's like, when we were having discussions with Barcelona, I agreed to take a 50% cut. All right. And then when it came down to sign the deal, I found out that that 50 became another there was another 30% that they wanted to do, but it was never communicated of it. That then no one ever asked him if, if he was willing to do that. And of course, that's when, you know, that's when things just fell apart. And I was like, well, if, if Barcelona knew before that they, they were going to need an 80% cut, they should have just said that and then be like, well, you know, just let him go, right? Because this this feels so, so last minute and so um, disrespectful in a sense, right? I feel like someone who's like, well, has, has owned all the titles has owned all the records in your club and you decide to treat them that way. That's just, that's sad. Yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't even get to say goodbye to all the supporters. We, I mean, right. because of the pandemic and yeah. everything else. I mean, it's, it's a horrible brutal. way to be able to, to leave your legacy in a sense where yeah. like, it feels like it go out the back properly. door. Exactly. Pretty much not even go out the back door, go out with the laundry basket in a sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> laundry shoot exit. Exactly. Have a, have a press conference sorry. by the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh, that was a nice. Oh wow. That's so and funny because that that just recently came up. I think it was on Colbert. They were doing the Giuliani. That, yep. That's you get you get snaps. Bridget, you call back. And then there's on. the um, the whole PSG situation, which is like, I mean, that's a stacked team. That's like literally like. This is like an NBA type of team, right? Where Neymar, like all the stars. Di Maria, Mbappe. Now he's in there. The best one, though, is Sergio Ramos now joining. Like, I, It would be amazing to see the dynamic on the field between those two. And yeah. I mean, I, I, I was playing with a little bit on the on the uh, Minnesota Football Show Twitter because there's the one, there's like the four photos of him hanging out. And then the very last one, there's like this deep stare, like, I'm watching you. I'm watching you. <laughs> There, there is so there's there's like two decades of bad blood there that just can, yeah. can't feasibly just disappear like overnight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, who knows? But what, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But I I think you were just basically alluding to the fact that they're they're going to dominate, right? Well, I mean that's the idea, but it doesn't doesn't guarantee anything. I mean, like what happens? What Very happens true. if they make it to another Champions League final and then they lose in the and final? Blow it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two in a row. I mean, what would what would happen then? I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, I think Mbappe is probably going to leave sometime soon. I do want to know what the Vegas odds are between uh, the fact that Sergio Ramos and Messi somehow end up scrapping either in training or in a game. I don't want to know what the odds are. Oh. I put a lot of money in that. <laughs> Even even though Sergio has been like, oh, you know, that's another, that's another time, lifetime ago, 
Um, I have much respect for Messi. Messi, a lifetime wanna... ago, last year. Yeah, <laughs> Messi. If you if your kids are tired of of living in a hotel life, they can come stay at my house. Have you seen this hotel? Uh-uh. This guy got five bedroom suites. You know, it's got a pool. They got pools everywhere. I mean, I mean, it's like it's it's not like. You know, it's not like it's not know, a hotel the way right. the it's rest not of the us Motel Six, right? <laughs> it's not the Motel Six where you gotta try to you, you every time every time you're trying to use the Wi-Fi, you gotta try to figure out what the Wi-Fi password is that they you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's some folks here when they when they go to the cabin and the cabin right. is like three of my houses. <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, Paulinho Ishu. So we we mentioned that last week on the on the podcast about him praising Ishu and obviously a lot of the Brazilian Christian right were all over him for that. Well, in Rio, uh, okay, Aro, he was he was giving a special honor for fighting religious intolerance for doing that. So good on him for being recognized of you know just bringing out another part of the culture, even though social media didn't treat it so well. Um, we got a couple this week in racisms. We can transition there. I, we still don't have the theme song. Do, 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 do. <laughs> All this sucks. All this sucks. <laughs> this, this keeps happening. It's terrible. This week in racism. Something like that. Come on, listeners. You, you can throw us one. Patrons. Come on, patrons. Yes. You, you, guys, you guys have got to have a jiggle for us. Um. Boy, I know video you were talking about uh, Serie A. Like, sometimes it's hard to level up from what what happens in Serie A. But I believe, in my opinion, this is this is a level up. I mean, this the, the whenever you talk about the Balkans and the tensions that still exist within the Balkans, um, it's just another level of uh, of hate. I guess is the only word I can think of. So this is uh, Novi Pazar, Novi Pazar rather, and Belgrade, and. So what happens is the game is temporarily halted because um, oh sorry partisan Belgrade is the is the team Novi Partizan and partisan Belgrade the game is stopped because partisan fans start chanting the name of Ratko Mladic who basically committed genocide um, on a lot of these other people's on all these other people's families quite literally uh, during the entire. Uh, separation of the countries and the civil wars and everything like that. I mean, that's, just, a, that's low. just, that's just, just, sh- it really is. Very, it is like yeah. the worst shit move you could possibly do. And, and, to, and to know that there's like hundreds of supporters just screaming it at the top of their lungs. I, I mean, it's hard to get much worse than that. I want to swear, but I can't, cause I don't know where Santi is. And Santi has a recently, <laughs> I got nobody has, in the house. <laughs> and Santi has a recently has been like, has been like, okay, dad, I've come to a conclusion that, um, that you swearing on podcast does count. So, like, I don't want to fill his swear jar. Oh, harsh, Santi. Exactly. Harsh. He already, like, he, I already owe him five dollars. Actually, I owe him three more dollars because of yesterday. So, ouch. It was, it was really terrible to see, though. And I, and I, and I feel for everybody that, that was there. It's horrible. It like, you know, it's, it's, it's not as bad, but it's kind of like similar in a sense. In Peru, whenever Universitario plays Alianza Lima, if some of the Universitario fans um, um, remember uh, or know, uh, uh, Alianza Lima lost like their whole team one time in an airplane crash, right? 
And so sometimes the Universitario fans made a chant about that. Oof. And every once in a while, they'll bring it back up. And it's one of those things you're like, oh, that is... It, that still happens with Man United, too. Oh, man. And that, that crash was in, what, like, 55, 50s, I think. Um, yeah. Yikes. We're just horrible yeah, human beings people, is what we are. Yeah. People never forget those things and will not will not give up using them. <sighs> Come on, people. We got to do better. We got to do better. Um, I don't know if this is necessarily doing better, but a bit of an update from the one from last week that we mentioned between um, Sparta Prague and AC Monaco with uh, uh, Chomeni. He did score the goal, in fact, and that's when all the, the racial abuse and death threats, in fact, started. They, they apparently actually found the fans that did it. Um, they, were, they were kicked out. They lost all their access. And apparently the club, uh, Sparta Prague, is actually pressing charges as well. Good. So, yes. So there are some positive steps happening here. Are they enough? That will, you know, that will be seen, I suppose. But it was nice to see them act, especially because, as we mentioned, Sparta Prague, repeat offenders. Um, I think even they're getting sick of it. And they're just like, we got to make some big changes like yesterday. So there's that. Um, who, who wants to take the, uh, the coach here from um, Washington Spirit? Because my goodness. God, that was horrible. The rough one. Go ahead, Rodrigo. So what is his last name? Burke, right? Burke. Yes, Burke. Richie Burke. Richie? Yeah. I'm sure it isn't D. Burke because he totally acts like a D. <laughs> that is gosh. how he will forever be known now. Burke. Oh my gosh. So we we've been wondering for what is it like months now? Why or like a month or so? Where like yeah, why they decided to part ways? And um Coach Burke uh was known to berate their um his players like to the point of like making them cry, right? I mean, and also use uh racial insensitive jokes to make comments. And so like there are players who like left because they couldn't deal with the environment and you know honestly there were players who were saying it was like i just didn't want to play soccer anymore and i was like how bad does it have to be that you make players professional players not want to play the game anymore and yeah you mentioned last week i think go ahead well i was gonna say you, you you said that you don't have as a coach you don't necessarily have to be the player's friends but you also as a coach don't want to be verbally abusing and absolutely destroying psychologically your players. No. Like that's the other part. That's the but. other thing too, is like, you, like, you know, it's like, there are things, there are ways that, you know, there's coach culture. It's like, you know, there's the yellers and then there's the screamers and the squares. And that's, that's, you know, I don't do any of that. I don't feel that's a right way of getting across to, 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 to folks. Right. But that's, that's a, that's a culture that's been, cultivating for for decades of how, how to deal with it and the fact that they hire this person not knowing what this is what they're going to do is like almost as fault as atlanta and gabriel heinze like literally that's what yeah it is. and i mean there's there's a huge difference between like stern criticism i mean some some players might need to be sworn at sometimes like it some coaches find that effective. Some players find that effective because that's what it takes for them to get out of their own heads. Um, but there's a huge difference between, you know, doing that constructively 
and like actual verbal abuse where these players like, yeah, they, they don't want to play the game anymore. Um, we've seen the messages from Kaya the, the last uh, well, a couple of years, um, but especially the last few months um, where like, if you don't like the game anymore and it's taken like all of the joy out of everything, not just the game, but like it, that affects your everyday self and the, the whole person. So um, to, for that to be like his thing and everyone knows it. And then it's just allowed to continue because they don't have the oversight and it's just absolutely ridiculous that it went that far. Right. It's pretty sad. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Kaya McCullough, she actually says here, I would quote, I was a hundred percent in a situation where I was being emotionally abused by Richie unquote. And she just goes on to say, I was so, so scared to mess up and be yelled at crippled my performance and it made me super anxious. And I mean, at this point, is she even playing? I, I think she's just like, no. she, she took a year, she, right? And yeah, she's out. And that sucks. That really, really sucks. That's mm-hmm. uh, uh, all right. Let's uh, let's go to some Copa Libertadores, maybe a little bit more positive here. Um, we were in quarterfinal land. Uh, we had a Brasileirão battle with, battle between São Paulo and Palmeiras. They both tie one one. Flamengo gets a big win four one over Olimpia from uh, from Paraguay. My favorite of all of these is Atlético uh, Minas Gerais versus River Plate. It's a one nil win for Atlético. <laughs> and I, tell me if this isn't the most comable story or the most comable Libertadores story of all comable. <laughs> so you've got the former star of River that Atlético bought to bring over. That is uh, Fernandez. Okay. Fernandez scores the lone goal for Atlético the opposite team now. And then 20 minutes later in the 84th minute gets a direct red. (laughs) It's phenomenal. It's like, sounds about right. (laughs) And I was trying to, I'll have to dig it up and see if I could find what it is. I I think he leveled somebody just like back checked. I can't remember. I'll have to see if I could pick, uh, pull it up. Did he one inch punch someone? Is that what he did? I don't remember if it was a punch (laughs) or a check, but, uh, just I, I think what the funniest I mean, thing is, is that it would have made it more comable if there would have been a PK called, did not not called and have VR review it and then have all of River Plate dressing rooms start rioting because it wasn't a PK. <laughs> <laughs> they do they do appreciate a good uh, good internal dressing room pick, picking up the uh, what do you call it those metal dividers. They love picking up those metal <laughs> dividers and just throwing them all Dude, over the if place. If you ever need someone to trash a place, just hire either Boca Juniors or River Plate players and be like, go at it. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. I'm going to see if I can find it here. Um. So apparently Super Cup was played on Wednesday, right? And so um, Chelsea and Villarreal's tied 1-1 after regulation and they went to PKs and Chelsea won 6-5. So that's interesting. Is that um, so I mean I don't know did uh who's that is uh I just keep thinking Chelsea player I think it should really but anyways 
But also the FIFA rankings are out, right? And the U.S. men national team actually cracked the top 10 for the first time in 15 years. And people are, are not feeling too good about that. So, I mean, you got Belgium, Brazil, France, England, Italy, Argentina, Spain, Portugal, Mexico, and then the United States. And men's national team Twitter is going to national team Twitter. I mean, I mean, rankings are rankings. FIFA rankings are all like weird anyways to begin with. But, yeah. But I mean, like if you look at it, if, of that, of those teams who's been doing great lately, uh, I mean, I would say, you know, Portugal hasn't been doing so well, so. Um, but overall, I mean, it's, it's, you know, first time in 15 years, golf clap. Good job. All that matters is that you get into the world cup. So just, I, I agree with that. you. I, I, I'd put Spain in there as well. I think Spain and Portugal are the, the, the most vulnerable to you right there. Um, I got, I got the story here. So he, he speared a dude, <laughs> basically what it boils down to. And, and, and at first it, the ref called a yellow card. They, I think they both went up for a header. And he just avoided the ball and like straight at him with his, <laughs> with his head. And then he VAR'd it and saw the VAR and changed it to a red. That's what happened. Classic. Wow. Wow. When you yeah. said speared, I thought of like a WWE move where someone gets tackled. That would have been that would have been awesome. It was cool. I mean, if if he would have if he would have maybe gable gripped and taken him down while doing it, that then it would have done it. But I think he just like straight in like Zidane style, but just completely whiffed the ball and got all human. <laughs> well, that's a red for sure. Yep. Yep. Whoops. Uh, Conga Cup Champions League. I I kind of forgot this was still happening, but here we are. Same. Uh, same, right? <laughs> so uh, we had Monterrey Cruz Azul, and Monterrey won that one, one nil. Uh, semifinal there. These these are double legs. So that's your first one, and then America and Philly played, and America won that one. 2-0. The story there, I'm sure you've all seen it by this point. I'm not sure the two players, but the tooth of doom, let's call it that. Uh, the, the two players are running, one from America, one from Philly. And the American America guy just like lets that elbow, back elbow, I'm not even sure if it was elbow or forearm, but he lets that arm go and just nails old boy right on the side of the face. And you see that tooth just go, wee, fly right out in slow-mo. Woo! I, so I wasn't watching that one, but I pull up Twitter like must have been a minute or two later, and the yeah. first tweet I see I think was I think it was Jacob Schneider, and he's like, "I just watched a tooth fly across yes. the pitch in HD, <laughs> like, 4K video." I don't know how I feel about this. Right. <laughs> it's like, what the hell happened? Um, yeah, it's it's not something you see every day. Uh, nope, nope, not at all. Yeah, it was a rough one because then, of course, they got blasted all over the place in slow-mo just, just to be sure. <laughs> it's like, I understand MMA can be very violent, but, you know, football has its moments. It, it, these ones that we're talking about right now. So it's like, yeah, the, the line gets a little gray. <laughs> yep. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, European leagues. They are back. Uh, English Premier, Bundesliga. French League, Liga, uh, La Liga, et cetera, et cetera. 
I'm, I'll, I'll put this out for you. I'll just go to wrap up the show here. But maybe the first one to start with is um, EPL opening yesterday with newcomers Bradford up the bees and Arsenal and, and the bees stinging, stinging like crazy. So much, so much venom, so many stings. <laughs> they beat Arsenal 2-0. Uh, amazing. And I've got to say, like, I'm not very familiar with this team. I know they have a long history back to like the 1880s, I think it is, if I'm not mistaken. Um, dope shield. I love this shield. I mean, you got the, yeah. the circle and the B. It's a great shield. So, I mean, coming in hot, I've just been top of the list for maybe the best shield right now in, in the EPL, but put it out for, for you all. What did you all see today? Because I didn't get to watch much today. Uh, Liverpool set out Norwich uh, or, God, I'm sorry. Let me actually look at the thing because my brain's not working today. Hang on. I, I enjoyed um, an Arsenal imploding against uh, the bees. That was fun. I also watched uh, Bundesliga. What, I'm glad Bundesliga what a dream there. start, too. Can you imagine you're, you're a promoted team and you're going against like one of the legends and you shut them out? That's yeah. huge. Do you guys know who Merz is? The, the rapper? So he's getting yes. into like the EPL. And so he put out a question saying, it's like, how is this schedule so brutal? You put a brand new team that's been relegated and you play him against uh, a well-known player. This is horrible scheduling. Wasn't that when people were like, and his time and we're like, it's Arsenal. Like if anyone wants to play, if it's <laughs> with Arsenal, with Arsenal, you don't know what's going to happen. And then, after the game, I tweeted at him and he goes, how about them? How about them bees? How about them bees? Huh? And then he liked my tweet. I was like, he's like, yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, same. So same thing with Liverpool. Norwich City is freshly promoted and they've been promoted like five or six times. And each time they end up getting relegated. So they've never made (laughs) like two consecutive seasons in the EPL. Um, Liverpool wins 3-0. Mo Salah is now the only player to have scored a goal in an opening match in five seasons. Um, yeah, that was, and, and it was a long time coming for him. He had a, quite a few chances and finally got the last goal in, I want to say it was like 75th minute or around there. Um, it was late, but, right. and Norwich was fun to watch. I mean, they're, they're down three zero at home, but they stayed in it. They, they were pressing Liverpool early and it was a fun one to watch for, for the Norwich fans. Um, the traveling Liverpool fans, it, it was just a fun game. So one goal, two assists, in fact, for Mosala. Yeah. Yeah. All around. Awesome game. Um, how did, uh, how did Sargent look? It was like he played 70 something minutes. Uh, he came in at like the 70th minute. He was a late sub. He was a late sub. Um, I didn't really see a whole lot of him. Uh, it was all Liverpool at that point. Okay. Um, nothing. I mean, I don't recall much clearly from him, which really means that he did well, managed those 20 minutes. So, but yeah, it was, it was cool to see him get a look today. Yeah. Uh, Rodrigo, you mentioned Bundesliga. What did you see there? Well, I watched um, uh, was watching Leverkusen earlier today, but I watched uh, Bayern because everyone knows Bayern is my team play against uh, Gladbach, and 
you know, typical, typical, typical fashion. You they get scored on us. You get scored on us with the first, you know, twenty five minutes, and then it became, you know, what can we do? And um, there was a young, eighteen uh, year old uh, U.S. player starting for Gladbach, and I kind of remember his name, but he um, had a really good game. Like, you imagine like your first game in a Bundesliga game is you have to go against Lewandowski. You have to go against uh, <laughs> Davies. You have to go against all these people that you know you probably dream as you're looking up. Is that and you have to play against them and like defend. I got them. him here, Joseph Scally. Yes, thank you. And he, and he had a good game. Like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that it was a one-one tie, but like you know, um, it was a really interesting game. And I was like, it was a fun game to watch. To be able to see, there were lots of opportunities for both sides to score. It just wasn't happening. And Gladbach goalie was was amazing. Um, Stop like two or three shots right like in like point blank and, and you know overall i mean i'm just glad the bundesliga is back i watch bundesliga more than i ever watch epl and that's just the way it is so. do you you get that one on your on the espn on the on the phone or on the regular yeah and the plus TV? yeah the espn the plus, plus. Yep. Mm-hmm. i'd like to get into it if i could but just you know um, you know just just ask for the bundle <laughs> hey, hey lisa don't you like disney movies oh uh, good luck <laughs> actually I'll, I'll tell you something off off recording. I'm really into that. <laughs> um, let's see what I was going to say. Um, I, w- I was going to throw the Guayas in here. Little update: they they beat Guarani yesterday. They are actually up to third in the table, about halfway through the season, which is a very good place to be. Um, they got a they they got a new manager because, of course, they do. Um, and they got they they got this dude named Munga. It's not his real name, but they call him Munga, like like shirt sleeves. <laughs> And he's very tall and very lanky, and he's very good at closing distance and, and finding open space and either scoring or assisting. He's just all over the place. He's, he's typically a winger, but he, you know, he, he kind of reminds me of Luton in a little bit of ways because he floats all over the place. And he's a really good target because he's, like, he's probably a little bit taller than me, so like 6'1", six, 6'2", six, and just a beanpole. Um, but he's a great target and, and really good at setting people up. So anyway, he scores and assists in this one. Um, and yeah, they're in third for promotion. So it's just keep this momentum moving. Um, I was going to end with St. Pauli. They had their big uh, derby in Hamburg and they beat Hamburg three to two, which is great. And speaking of being where they want to be St. Pauli right now, it's very early, only three matches played in Bundesliga two, but they are top of the table, which would be awesome. Nice. I mean, yeah, it's, I can't even remember the last time St. Pauli was in the, the regular Bundesliga one. So, I mean, again, it's very early, but that would be phenomenal to get them into. Yeah, the so much you do is just print screen that standings and then frame it and then leave it at the black card. <laughs> I <didn't> love that. <laughs> yep, yep. Cool. Well, all that stuff is back, and we got a match in what an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> get on that bike, Eric. Oh, I'm so so. <laughs> Biking, training, biking back, biking again, and biking back. I did that last week, and I was good for going, but shit, on the ride home, like, I made it to about the bridge, and, like, I, I, <laughs> you know, when the, when the legs kind of feel like jello, that kind of thing? Oh, and, like, you if you slow leg. down, you're not going to be able to yes. go again? <laughs> yes. Like, going back, I've got the downward momentum to at least get me to, like, the, the Minneapolis side of the bridge, but then, like, spinning off and taking the uh, the river road trail 
I mean, that, that piece normally <laughs> takes me like eh, five minutes. It was a good 15. <laughs> uh-huh. that, was, that was pretty spent. Yeah. Yep. So looking forward to that again, I suppose. Right. <laughs> so if you see, listeners, if you see some guy on a game day, <laughs> yeah. just really slow-mo riding along. Pretty much. Give, Don't give him. him a push. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If anybody has those, uh, what do you call them? Like the, the little um, the bungee the stretchy cords? thing. Bungee cord, exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the stretchy bungee cards. You're Give them a little slingshot. Yes, thank you. Slingshot. This, this me, is what we'll do. Me. If I find you, Eric, what we'll do is you'll just you'll just um, get on your bike and then you'll do the uh, South American thing. Is I'll lower my back window. You can have grab one it. hand, grab it. Oh yeah. Just, and I'll just give you a ride over that. Oh, oh, I'll give you a ride over the bridge, and then you can. The real go. version would be I'd, I'd have to do it to the Met Transit bus. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you know, when I first moved here to the United States, and like there were buses, and I was like, my first thought was like, why is it anybody trying to trying to ride on the bumpers <laughs> of the buses? Yep. Like, That's what we do. It was like, but yep, yep, yep. Thank you very much, Rodrigo, Bridget, listeners. Thank you. Patreon's up there, patreon.com backslash MN football show. I've been doing brief little quick reacts just because I know that a weekend it's, it's a little difficult to kind of go back. So uh, Rodrigo and Bridget, I invite you guys to, if you, if you want to send me any like audio of two or three minutes, or just really brief stuff that you want to hit really quickly, immediate reaction. I'll put it up there um, just for the patrons and yeah, we'll leave it there yeah. and we'll see what happens today. And it's going to be a busy week, three games in a week. So yeah. Let me get some points. Grab your beers, people. Points, points, points. Points, points, points. Ciao, ciao. Bye.